ten people to see visions, have revelations, have different experiences. On 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 Friday morning at the dawn prayer meeting, the Lord had this to say to us. And it is so we have some of them we have to capture and read it out because um, we are always trying to close exactly at seven so that um, workers will go to work and they won't be late. Praise the Lord. And so when you start coming, you will see that we close at eleven. There have been a very good participation, but on Monday morning. The Lord gave this word to one of the daughters, and it came to me. He said, how long would you pick and choose what portion of me you want to think? You want or think? You want or think you need at different times? That's, that's a very loaded question to believers. Think about that. I go over it. How long would you pick and choose what portion of me you want or think you need at different times? The Lord saw and he's saying that when it is okay with me, I take it. When it is not okay. And so he's throwing the question back to us. And so please, in this year, just be very decisive that I'm just going to follow the Lord and obey whatever he says. Not choosing which one to follow after. Hallelujah. When there is all of me for you, that's an assuring. When there is all of me for you to receive, And to stand perfect and complete in every aspect of life. It's a good one to say amen. When there is all of me for you. God has not reserved some portions of him. No. He says, like he told Moses, I am all that you need. Praise the Lord. Then he comes to say, this is hard and not many of you can bear it. But yielding wholly and totally to me is the only way to make you never have deficit in any area of your life. And I can understand clearly that God is saying that if anything is coming to you, it is not because I have let it be so. Sometimes through your own. So let's take God wholly. Praise the Lord. There's a tendency in life to just choose uh, to, to select and to pick what you want and all of that. And then finally he said with the scripture, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Honestly, when we were praying on, on that morning, it was one of the scriptures that the Lord spoke to my heart very strong about. And I even shared with the brethren that... 
The people that God gets excited about them are those who are led by His Spirit. And so let's be determined to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. And this morning, one of our leaders as well, waiting in prayer before the Lord, said all of a sudden, she fell into this trance, sort of, and saw that there was such a beauty around the people who, let me just put it this way, like the, like the protocol and the ashes, they were dressed in a certain color, and each one of them had something, and it was as if they've lined up, and so as you come, you are being given with that parcel. And I believe that God has done something. So just be ready to receive what God has done and walk according to his word. Amen. All right. And so some of these revelations, one day the Lord told me something. He said the measure with which you receive everything will let it happen. And it's scripture. The measure and the importance that you give to the word of God will let you see how it works. But if things are said and you take them light, you'll be taking light. If you take them serious, you would also be giving what you deserve. Amen. Now, this morning, I'm going to share something briefly with you. The reason is that God would have you to hear that and learn about how you can stand and to walk victoriously. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to be sharing with you on the subject of learning. And the reason why I brought the word learning is that I will explain. Learning to persist until the situation changes. Praise the Lord. You stand on your grounds for whatever it is that seems to be an issue. You stand on your grounds until you have seen a change. You don't give up. Praise the Lord. I love this scripture very much. And I speak to myself very much. Scripture in Hebrews that says that. We are not of those who draw back. We are not of those who go. We pull back. Because we are not able. We have a Jesus. Who is above all. And therefore, that's how our faith should be this year and beyond. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word of God. And thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the strengthening by the spirit of God. Thank you for the availability of every good thing that you have made possible for us. Lord, I pray that weariness and unbelief and discouragement will never be the portion of the saints here in the name of Jesus. Therefore, Lord, as we are learning these things to be able to stand on our grounds, I pray that the spirit of your word will have a course to our hearts this morning so that as we hear, we will mix faith with it and see your great hand upon us. This we ask for in Jesus' name. And everyone shouted... One more time. Now, we, we, God has been gracious to us, and we've been talking about this man, Elijah. Today, we want to take an aspect 
from him that may that is also going to teach us some things that's why we named it um, learning we want to learn from elijah some things that he did that are very good so that we will begin to adopt them and walk in the same as elijah did because whatever elijah did had been written for our admonition and for our instructions in righteousness and for us to take the same stand. It, was, it didn't happen to Elijah for it to just go down the dream, but it happened to Elijah so that we will learn from what Elijah did and stand on our ground. Shout a big amen. In the famous chapter that God was so gracious to us by giving us the word that will guide us this year, concerning some of the things that God would do with us. In that chapter of First Kings chapter, chapter 18, verse 41 to 46, there's an interesting something. Before we read that, Elijah had asked the prophets of Baal to come, all of them, and to call on the Lord, as you already know. Uh, so because Elijah has thrown a challenge and said that, let's see whose God is God. Hey, I love it all. Let's see whose God is God. I pray that this year you will know that Jesus that you serve, he is God over all. Let's see whose God is God. Never be afraid when you have to stand for Jesus. Because he will not disappoint you. I didn't hear amen. Never be afraid when you have to do that. Never be afraid. I think I will remind us one more time with a sermon that I preached one of these days, it's still ringing in my heart. The reasonabilities are not the acceptabilities of God. When you reason and reason and reason, that's your mind, that's not. But the power of God. Praise the Lord. Anyway, and so Elijah has thrown the challenge and thanks be to God. The, the, I like the excitement of it. Their God was, had gone to Asia. And he couldn't come back because there was an accident on the road. They, he told them to cry that he will come from morning to evening. The, the God finally was hungry. And he collapsed on the way. So from morning till night, nothing happened. And he had a chance to call on the Lord once. And our God performed. So he slaughtered all the prophets and declared that this is not... Now, when he had finished the slaughter, if you still remember those who have been coming, if you still remember, when Elijah placed the injunction that there would not be any rain, I'm sure when he added that, until I come back to speak, people may have felt he was being proud. But when a person stands before the Lord... He is emboldened, and he can speak like Jesus would do. That's why the Bible says that. And Jesus stood in the temple and spoke. And the people said that they have never heard somebody preach with such authority. You know, when you are from the Lord, you are not afraid. You are not, you are not, you don't look for the applause of men to be afraid. You speak boldly. So when the man declared and said, I have placed an injunction on this Israel land, there won't be any rain until I come back to say there must be a rain. 
A child of God, learn to walk with God, and you will speak and say to somebody, you know, in the New Testament, Paul was preaching, and somebody was trying to misbehave. Paul, who had such a desire for people to be saved, had met this big man and was preaching to him, and there was this sorcerer who was always hanging around and trying to obstruct. I love it very much. What Paul said, and one of these days, I will do that to somebody who, I'm serious. He said, be blind until I finish. In the New Testament, it was done. So there is nothing wrong. Are you listening to me? I wonder, are you listening to me? There is nothing wrong. Those of you who are afraid of your homes and think that some old ladies are powerful, I'm begging you, they are not powerful. Be sure before you place an injunction on them. (laughs) But maybe on the job, Especially when it had to do with Christianity. You are witnessing somebody. America, that's what they should be doing. If they did that, they will not come out to say that we bind all Bibles from the schools. Somebody should have stood and said, whoever is saying that, may his mouth be shut for a season until we have done all the evangelism. And then the man will... This year, place injunction on. You won't say amen. No, the Lord will not condemn. He won't kill them. But you see, sometimes some of these miracles, when they happen, it makes people know that the Lord is God. Don't go and, and, and allow yourself to be so scared when you need to take a stand. Listen to me, especially when it had to do with the preaching of the gospel, that somebody is resisting you, you can say a prayer bold and say, I place injunction on this guy right now in the name of Jesus. If you want his mouth to shut, you say it. If you want him to be blind, you say, go blind. Huh? Now, I, you see, you are full of love that you don't want to accept what I'm saying. But Jesus must be displayed this year and beyond. Shout a big amen. amen. You know, one of the things that none of us should be afraid of, I'm begging you, is don't be afraid of your Christianity. If you believe, you believe. Don't let anybody shut you from having to change your stand when you are with people. There are a lot of believers like that. When they are with people, they don't want to be seen as believers. So they, they try to behave themselves diplomatically. Are you an ambassador? So just be a child of God. Amen. Anyway, Mama, you want to read a scripture? They should give you a mic to read so that it's 41 to 46. 1 Kings 18, 41 to 46. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Mm. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Mm and said to his servants, 
Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked, and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he gathered up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to hear everybody. Praise the Lord. There are a few things we need to learn. Very important. Very, very important. I think it's one of those things that defeats a lot of Christians without that understanding. Here is a man who had stood in front of false prophets and wicked people. And also a wicked king and had declared that there will never be any rain except at my word. Praise the Lord. Ha! And true to his word... Rain did not fall. In the New Testament, in the Old Testament, we didn't see it. In the New Testament, that is where we got to know that the injunction was placed for three and a half years. Three and a half years, it didn't rain on the land. So, the, 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 the three and a half years, ending the three and a half years, he comes back. And then he goes back to the wicked king. And then he tells the wicked thing, uh, the king. Are you listening? He tells the wicked king. Remember I told you that it's not going to rain except at my word again. I have come back. What I want you to do is leave this place and go to your palace as soon as possible. Because there is going to be rain. Now when he said that, child of God, are you listening to me? When he said that, immediately the man started going. But something happened. You remember Camel that he went to? That Camel is a mountain. Praise the Lord. Now when he gave the word, he went to Mount Camel. But I love the statements that the Bible plays in there. You've gone off. Are you having a challenge? Okay, thank you very much. Let's go to 42. And it says that Ahab went up to eat and to drink. Elijah went up, uh, went to the top of Camel. But then... I love this. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face in between his knees. Shout a big amen. It is something you have to learn. This is why we have to pray this year. Praise the Lord. The promises of God are yea and... Listen to this. The promises of God are yea and... Meaning that it is true, it will come to pass. There is no lie in it. But brother, whichever area you go, 
the same principle holds. You have to put your head in between your knees. A Christian who refuses to pray will never bring about the promises of God. They are there, but whether we like it or not, God has designed it in such a way that the only way to bring it out is by praying. But I led us fantastically during the week, I think Monday or so, and there were a few significant things that he said, fantastic things. It's as if God has said that, media mount. I wish I could say that in Ghana. She call Let's talk. Let's talk. Well, you know. Clap for her for me. I love it. I wish I could speak it. No, you see, brother, let nobody deceive us. Let's be very honest about God. This is why I'm encouraging everybody to be a praying person. Praise the Lord. And I beg you, don't take it for granted. If the leaders are asking you to come and pray, it's not because they don't know what they're about. It's because they know that it's the only way by which it will come to pass. Here, a man demonstrates such a power. I want you to see something. And then he is, he has committed himself to say that, except at my word. I know, I know it was not pride that led him. God actually told him that when you go and mention it, also add that you are the same person who will come and undo the thing. Praise the Lord. And when I was studying the scripture and I was interacting with the Holy Spirit, I like to ask questions. And I said, Lord, so assuming that well, if there had been another believer who said that I'm praying for this drought in our land to change, what would have happened? He's also a believer of a good standing. You know what the Lord told me? He said, it's not a problem. The only thing I would have told that son of mine or that daughter of mine is to go and tell Elijah. Because he's the one who plays the injunction and he's the one who will release it. I was very excited. When I'm studying Bible, I come across some things. Because I'm not there alone, I have a teacher. I ask. I ask questions that will benefit me. Let me tell you something. God is not the author of confusion. He would have quickly made reference to say, I hear you, but we have a, a problem. Go and talk to your brother. Your brother is the one I gave the key to. And your brother is the one who has the right to undo it. And so this is where God has placed you. Praise the Lord. All those 
prophets who are telling you all kinds of things. Know the word of God. They are now asking you, some of them, let me tell you, some of the things that happen to children of God, sometimes it's just a little something such as repent on this one and it will change. But the prophet will say, go and bring me some envelope. Whilst the pending matter is your repentance. Eba collect envelope. And when he finishes, he says the Lord is working on it. Like the way the people were working on their God until morning till night. This year, may you hear from God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me, a child of God? You know, brethren, let's decide to be very obedient to the Lord and things will change. There are some people the Lord will simply instruct that just this person that hates you, that has caused you to be better, love him. Go and buy a gift and give it to him. I want to look at all your faces. If the Lord told you to buy a gift to your enemy, now Abraham, you will tell the Lord that, say, I bind that voice. <laughs> May you never do that. Praise the Lord. If, if, if the Lord instructs you, you know one of the things I'm praying to God for, I said, Lord, I want this light to shine in my spirit so bright that whatever I hear from you, I will understand. That's the kind of prayer I'm praying. See what the Bible said. He tells. But for something, are you listening? For the thing to happen, God didn't make a chief. So if you are a Christian who doesn't love to pray, it's about time you pleaded with God that give me the spirit of prayer. Are you listening to me? Nothing ain't going to happen except you pray like you are sick. Pray as if it is your last breath. When you pray, something will fall. So please don't be afraid. Do you know what has happened to us? Because we are living in an age of development, many people quickly, whenever there is anything, they try to look for solution. Okay, it's alright. I won't say much. But may I say to you that this God, He can do everything all. Once you open your mouth to pray, he will put a thing inside. Praise ye the Lord. So I know that you are asking me, Pastor Dennis, how can I become a prayer warrior? I didn't even also know how to pray. I didn't know. But there's something with my own private life. There's something I learned. When I didn't know how to pray many years ago, oh, let me come back this year, I decided to be very disciplined by it because I've been told that I should stand here so all I can see me. You are saying in your heart, why did you have to say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, you ought to pray and things will happen. His hands are not short. Now, there is something I want you to see from this portion. Then he 
bowed down. Do you think that Bible, the Holy Ghost caused that to be written for nothing? Do you think it's unnecessary statement? Please no. He bowed down on the ground and put his face in between here. Elijah did. And what was he doing? Asking. Why? But there is an interesting thing that followed. The next verse. Every one of us read the scripture for me. One, two. I want you to learn something. The man of God has put his head in between his legs and knees and praying, saying, Lord, the thing that we discuss, and I place injunction, and now, Lord, I am releasing the rain to come. Please show something. And the Bible says that he came out and he told his, disciple, uh, his servant, go, 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 because it's too sunny. And the rain can only come down when there is a cloud. Go and see whether per adventure by the seaside. You know, in those days, they didn't have Uber. Oh, they didn't have Uber. They didn't have taxis. They didn't have. So when you see it's simple like that, it's not as simple. It must have taken three days. He will go one and come another. And then the man will only bring a simple report such as, I don't see anything. He says, go again. And then he comes back seven times three, 21 days. 21 days, if you multiply it by two, because it took three days to go to the sea. Bible didn't describe because Bible felt it was unnecessary for us to know. But I can tell you that the distance from where he had to go to the seashore was a long place, a far place. And so 21 now times two, 42, a lie. So for 42 days, the man kept his head in between his thighs and he was crying, Lord, let your promise come. Let your promise come. Only for the man to come and say, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. My brother, I want to be very, very, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. If you were praying for 21 days, or let's put it, 36 days, and nothing is happening on, a one, on one subject. What do you think will happen? Who is going to help me? What will be the next move? Hey! Are you here? What will be the next move after praying for three years of one, praying on one particular thing for three years? What do you think will happen? Thank you. You will give up. This year, may you not give up. I don't know how to say this. You see, today's believers, the biggest problem we have is we have not learned how to persist until we see the end of the matter. We give up too quick. 
may you not give up this year. May you not give up next year. May you not become discouraged. Elijah was never discouraged. And he saw his hand. A child of God, those who will not be discouraged, they will see that the Lord is God. So the Bible says, after seven times, look at it, the report that was brought. This big cloud, this cloud, it has been like that in the days of Elijah. It has not changed. That's how it was. All this big cloud, all he could see is a hand like this, a fixed one. White. But then one portion has become black to show the sign of rain. And the man of God hears that. The servant tells him that. And by faith, he tells Ahab what I'm looking for. I have seen it. Run to your house because there's going to be showers of rain. Praise the Lord. I don't know how many of us will be bold to do that. You must understand Christianity. There's going to be rain. There's going to be rain. I'm sure the servant himself may be saying a hand like this in the whole big cloud. No. But the man of God was looking for something. And what he was looking for was like the mustard seed. And he stood on the mustard seed of the cloud and made a proclamation to the king, go, go, go. After he had made that proclamation, quickly, he followed, and the spirit of the Lord let him overtake the king with chariots. And he got to his place, and there was abundance of rain. Can we learn something from it? Why? The biggest challenge. So when I heard God say, don't pick and choose. Don't pick and choose. You know, Jesus does not act like a magician. He acts as his God. Some of these situations require persistency. You know, I was... When I was in the presence of the Lord, it was very interesting to me. I heard something like this, that God gets very excited when the thing is becoming tight for his children. I said, huh? And I said, but for us, no be so. He said, I get very excited, but more excited when I see my children who don't seem to have any sign or clue, but stand on my word and say, Ibrahim. And I say, "Uh that is why the three Hebrew boys, without any sign, they say, if we perish, we perish. Esther also said, if I perish, I perish. But I know that you can redeem me. 
Child of God, don't be afraid of any situation. Rather, just pray. And you know, let me tell you, even in prayer, when you feel fear in you, instead of saying it to somebody, express it to God. And say, Lord, my faith is wobbling here. Seem to, but take it away. One person went to Jesus and said, do you will that I get healed? He said, sure! And he got it. I beg you. I I don't know how to say this, but I sense that if you will get this message, you will see the victory of the Lord. The negativity is too much. At the back here, Years ago, Friday prayer meeting, there was this French couple, Jean-Pierre. I love the name Jean-Pierre, not this Jean-Pierre, another Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre came, dedicated with his wife, praying, 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 praying. We didn't know, apparently, in their country, what country was that? Benin. They'd been married. For many years, and the child was not coming. But then we were having Friday prayer meeting here, and then the, she was pacing at the back there, the maternity ward. At the back there is maternity ward, you know, because the babies are raised there, and the pregnant women are raised there. So in pacing at the maternity ward, she said it herself. She said, ah. Me, me here, but not every day, Pastor. Topics now, Obobono, Nyeno, Media, me, I'm praying for my baby. And when we are mentioning the prayer topics here, she is mentioning her prayer topic over there. I need a baby, yo. The Osea Mompire, my mission, no, me, maintain. Because who name is that, my baby, in Tenamaba? It's because of my baby, that's why I'm here, not, not because of their mission work. And God never answered that. But there was a night that the Spirit of the Lord led me to say we should pray for our children. And just around the time that that prayer topic was raised, a child came from the back door. And quickly, this woman said, "Ah, she says we should pray for children. Then let me pray for this one. And grabbed the little child and started praying for the little child. And instantly God made it happen. Praise the Lord. No. Are you clapping or you are sleeping? I'm saying this to honor our Jesus. Honestly. There have been wonderful things that have taken place. And most times I do not advertise those things. But I want you to know. Be persistent in prayer. How come... That the man of God himself, he was the man who stood in the presence of the Lord, had to pray. You see, there are certain prayers that are easygoing prayers. When you are doing, but the one that you put your your head in in between your legs, that one, it is only when you have you 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 have entered into the labor. That is when you will put your head in your legs. 
And that was the kind of prayer he was praying. God was saying that I'm not making it easy for you until you call it down. And when he did it consistently, so may I plead with you, please, please, please be baptized in the spirit of prayer. I said, be baptized in the spirit of prayer. Because you see, do you know God said, would God not avenge those who call on him day and night? Would he not? He will avenge them. And he answered it by saying, I will avenge them speedily. Shadaha. I will avenge them speedily. I pray that, brother, you will be someone who will persist until you see the hand of the Lord. It's one aspect of what God has given to us. Seek that you may see it. You know, the reason why tongue-talking people who are supposed to have life easy for them in prayer, they too, they are becoming tired, is because they don't believe. A tongue, no tongue-talking person should find prayer difficult. You, did you hear that? No tongue-talking person should find prayer difficult. After all, me, I understand the Bible in a basic way, not in a theological way. Very, very basic. He says, for we do not know what we should even pray for, as we ought to. But as I speak in tongues, I pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. He is the one who will communicate what I, am actu- what I really, really need for God to understand. And so in certain situations, and majority of the time, I prefer, on, in my own life, I prefer to speak in tongues more than telling God what I think He should do. Because I know that he knows better. Kumbaya sokoto mihandia daida. Bunsamotiasye. Bunsamotiasye. Satongudin zuzuzuwe. Aye. Namembo. Messi. Eh, as I say, ye can't seven minga metiasye. Uni minyan sechengame. We shouldn't do that. We should believe God. We should pray. I pray in tongues, brethren, you don't have any idea. I pray in tongues as if I'm the only one that was born with tongues. Why? Because I want Satan to be confused and say, This guy, let me leave him. He is troublesome. May we pray. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Something would happen, but it will happen at the expense of prayer. It is not because God does not want to. For him, he gets excited when his children are rather doing this. Then he says, yeah, they are coming closer. To be honest with you, are you listening? I'm saying, are you listening? You get up every morning. Oh, Fawi, you, you, 
People come to you, they are bowing to you, you speak and you give, everything is... Do you think that you ever say good morning to the Lord? No, you are not minding me. You are all in one, but you, you are all in one in you. So, when things become tight, you don't have to let things become tight before your prayer life becomes better. When things are good, country broke, country no broke, we day inside prayer. Because God wants the fellowship. Elijah was a man that was standing in the presence of the Lord. So, and what he had done should have been so simple to such an extent that he should have just come and do it like a magician. But, but you see, God said, I don't want it like that. Then you will use me only when you need me. But I want the fellowship. So himself had to put his leg there and just, ah, 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 Lord, fulfill your promises. And you know, the 21 days or the seven times that a man went, God never said a word. No, God never said a word. So it was as if, God, are you there? God said, I want to see your trace. I want to see how you persist. I want to see how you love the fellows. So many of us, we love to talk to people too much. It is good to talk to people, but please, talk to God more than people. Some of the plenty fellowship bring gossip. I'm begging you. I don't mean no harm. It's better to talk to God. When you talk with God and you meet people, you say one word and it helps their lives. Praise the Lord. Let's not miss these things. Many need to be guided. And the man who will guide that individual is the man that spends time in prayer before the Lord. Praise the Lord. And sometimes, Satan understands one language. Resist him. Do you know that, put on the board for me, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. Be sober. Be vigilant. Your adversary, he is running about like an angry lion, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfastly. Read this portion for me. One, two. I want you to pay attention to something that God said. Resist him in. Resist him steadfastly in. How do you do that one? How do you practicalize that? It's so simple. That's not what you said. Father, at your word, change the situation. Satan cannot rule. In this case, he has no part of it. Did you not say that you will heal me? Did you not say that I take it? You have healed me. You have healed me. When you insist for too long, somebody will give up. The devil will give up. Praise the Lord. 
You know, some of the persistent sicknesses. On, on Friday, the hour of deliverance last week. Honestly, the Lord said, the scripture that I, I, I was discussing with him before I came was this. And he healed them all. And I said, if you heal them all, then you must heal them all. And that's why he gave me those two scriptures. Healing by anointing and healing by stubborn faith in the word of God. So, never give up. Never, never, I said never, say never. I will never give up. At my word, it shall happen. That's the kind of faith God wants. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see what the brother is saying? Did you notice that he didn't say God will resist him for you? Resistance is from our side based on what we have heard from God. That this is what God has declared me to be. And that Satan, there is nothing you can do. You know, if it hadn't been this sort of thing, some of us would not be here. I'm telling you. So you cannot. When everybody else tells you that people who, who, who think they know, they see, okay, they are good people. They are telling them, God says it's good by his word. Praise the Lord. So resist him. And, and you know, one of the ways you can do that is completely surrendering to the Lord. Let me just cut my message and tell you this. Even Jesus, I noticed that he healed a lot of times instantly. Few occasions he will say, you go. It will happen to you. But there was one occasion that he did a healing that... I saw a resistance in that. Jesus never spoke for too long for people to get healed. In fact, when he doesn't even know, and they touched his hem of his garment, even by faith, demons are able to fly. The apostles will just come, and their shadow will fall, their shadow, and the sick will be healed, and the demons will leave. They haven't spoken. So you see that, the power to let these things happen, they are there. But there was this occasion in Mark chapter 8. Chapter 8. Verse 22. Is that correct? Mark 8, 22. Is that correct? Ah, that's good. Mama, read it for us, please. Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. <laughs> then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Clap your hands, so ye people. I love this. I just want to demonstrate it. Put your thumb. Pretend to be blind. You won't be blind, okay? I love this. 
the wisdom of Jesus is fantastic. They, he was being criticized for everything. But Jesus knew that this healing, it takes in Tessio. Fear! And if Jesus did that in the presence of the people, it will add to his trouble. Don't you think so? So when all the multitude was standing there, pretend to be blind. <laughs> he knew how to do it. Jesus pulled the man out of the spectators so that because once again he will be in trouble when he make into the eye, they will say, Ah, yeah, kind. I feel the intention or to good He's spitting on people. It will be one of his crimes. And Jesus, let me tell you the significance of this. He, sp- he, he spat on the face of that man to show that this particular one is a tough one. And then he did it. And then he said, How do you see? I see men like trees. Jesus now insists the healing must take place. I see clearly. Child of God, what am I communicating? I am communicating that there are certain situations until you have persisted, you will not see the hand of the Lord. Those who have been prayed for, you are healed. Hold on tight to that, that this is my declaration. You know, if I had listened to people, I don't think I would have ever traveled again. I don't think. When I had certain situation many years ago, they would come and say, in fact, one person, he said, do you have assistance? I said, what do you mean? When he got to Namera, he said, do you have assistance? I said, oh, they are there. He said, eh, reverend, let them preach and relax. I said, what does that mean? Are you retiring me before my time? I'm not 60. Ghana government, 60. He gives 60. My government in heaven... 75 And so, no. And then you hear stories. You sit in the plane for too long because I've sat in the plane for too long from Los Angeles to New York, New York to Accra, 16 hours. And so, because of that, you sit in the plane too long. And then Satan also came and said, Where were you? Hey! Ponyole! Kai! No, 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 no. So I have to be like Esther. If I perish, I perish. But may God be glorified. You will not die. You will not. God is with you. People will see that the Lord, He is God. Only have faith in the Son of God. I'm not ashamed to say, Lord, this one I'm shaking small. Please help me. Somebody said that. Help my unbelief. Not that I don't believe, but this one I'm shaking small. 
And you say, oh, no problem. Please, a child of God, learn to persist until you see the end of the story. And God will prove himself. He will prove and prove over and over again. Somebody is blessed. So, don't think your power, your pastor is not powerful. It's not the pastor. It's your faith. I told you on Friday. The only thing the pastor has is on unction. Praise the Lord. Just believe God. And it shall be. Now, as I said, learning to persist until the situation changes. We're going to do that together with Elijah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for faith. Thank you for the release. Thank you for doing your word. Lord, there is no situation bigger. We stand together in faith. Would you stand for two minutes, please? Stand for two minutes. I don't know what you want to tell the Lord. I bless the Lord. Thank you. Stand, say something that is dear to you to the Lord. Thank you. Oh, that child is coming home. In the name of Jesus. He will not be lost under your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, blessed be the name of the Lord. You are healed in the name of Jesus. For by his stripes you were healed. That sickness has no power. It's broken. In the name of Jesus. There's a release. There's a release. There's a release. A release. A release. In the name of Jesus. If we have to pray hundred times, we will pray because it's ours. Healing is yours. Healing belongs to you. Healing is yours. Take it now. It's yours. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. As far as we are concerned, we were healed by faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. I bless you for doing this for us all. In Jesus' name, and you shouted a big thank you. Would you quickly take your offering so that... Missions offering, please.